to another edition of the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. I am Johnny the Outsider. He is anti-AW bot 212. The Lord. Hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. They know bots could talk. That was very generic. <laughs> yeah. As you, uh, as you can tell, we're obviously got our uh, public enemy number one will be talking about our, our boy Tony on this podcast. Last week we went off pretty easy on him, but boy did, boy did that must have offended him because he came out guns a blazing this week. Um, obviously we've got some somber steel news that we will have to talk about. Uh, a little bit of WWE stuff. I mean, especially we get Tony crap. I mean, Vince isn't exactly knocking it out of the park and all, all, all aspects of that show either. And then big UFC card with potentially fight of the year candidate um, already uh, in April. Uh, I, I, I was hyped for my boy, but there's a lot of people saying a lot of stupid stuff on Twitter. So as you know, uh, that's why we're here to shut you up and it's going to happen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell them. But not to, uh, well, we got to obviously start with this one. It's uh, very sad news. What was it? Saturday? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday morning. Yeah. At 6.37 a.m. Uh, yeah. Uh, potential starting quarterback, know? right? What'd you yeah, say? Yeah. Do, we, do we still know, like, why he was out? What mm. he was doing exactly? Well, allegedly there was a blogger saying that his car ran out of gas or something. Uh, but we don't know exactly yet because other reports are saying like there wasn't a rental car around. But uh, who knows, man? <clears throat> so Dwayne Dwayne Haskins was on Interstate, and uh, <clears throat> he got he got hit by a dump truck, and sadly passed away from that. So yeah, so I guess a little backstory will back it up for those who haven't been following it or just kind of know uh, Mr. Trubisky, my boy reached out to some of the offensive players to organize a camp, get to know each other, get a feel for each other. And that's why I was on the Mitch train for a long time. He's a good guy, a leader, and uh, he's already taking the right stuff to, in Pittsburgh, getting acclimated with some of the vets and new, some of the other new guys and really trying to get, get in with the locker room. So he invited like Mitch, um, Najee, Pat, Claypool, I think Deontay, uh, no, Deontay wasn't there. No, okay. uh, just Haskins and then uh, uh, Cody White. You know some of the other younger players. And yeah, uh, but notice Mason didn't show up. I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's you know, whatever. Mason's got a Mason. He, he probably couldn't find figure out how to order a plane ticket because his brain is still recovering from eating a helmet from Garrett. But. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're out practicing in Florida, just getting reps together, practicing you know, routes, getting timing down, all the good things that you want from your players in offseason, um, especially with, you know, I mean, Dwayne was there last year, but it never hurts to get more reps, um, especially since he didn't start. So I don't know how much time he actually got with Najee and, you know, Claypool. But unfortunately, I think he was probably on his way. Yeah. I, mean, I have to assume that's where he was going at that time <clears> of the day. Um, and unfortunately, something happened. He was on the side of the road. I uh, still don't know why he was crossing, but unfortunately he got hit by a dump truck. And just seeing all the things that players said about him from the team. I mean, he's only been there a year, but nobody had anything but glowing remarks and reviews for the guy as as far as his character goes i mean he seemed like he was universally beloved mm-hmm. even even from other players in the league yeah it was this uh 
crazy amount of, uh, uh, you know, just kind words and stuff. Yeah, it's just really sad because, like you said, uh, <clears throat> he was trying to get better. Um, he like he really like took to the Pittsburgh Steelers and same from them. And he was a fix like a, a fixture in the community, uh, just going to charity events and stuff. And uh, like he was even at Pitts Pro Day, just trying to be around you know the coaches and just players. And uh, yeah, it's really sad, man. Uh, I feel like he was probably on his way to turning it around. I mean, uh, you know, we've said some things about him before, um, but, you know, like that was in the past and stuff. Like he his, it just feels like his character took a 180. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, it's just sad, man. I, I, it's, I slow, pretty sad thinking about it. Pretty, pretty uh, devastated kind of, you know, just because he was so young, dude, like 24 years old. And he had like a lot of life left to live and, you know, just, it's just sad tragedy that had in that way. I mean, look, we were, we were hard on him last year. Um, obviously we're <laughs> through and through Steeler fans and, you know, he had some of that stuff on the sidelines uh, coming out and having that stinker in the final preseason game. But we were also very excited when he came in just because of the opportunity, like that if, you could wash that Washington football team or commanders or whatever you want to call them off the stink off from that. I mean, sometimes players go to bad organizations and they play like what they, what they know. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that we, I, we didn't want him to not succeed here. And, right. you know, with him potentially getting a start this year, I mean, obviously I'm team Mitch all the way. I've been, harping for the guy to come here for two years now mm-hmm. um but you know who knows with Dwayne finally getting because no one was going to start over Ben outside of an injury last season right who knows maybe this would this was going to be the year that he starts firing on all cylinders and gets it figured out and, um unfortunately now we just we'll never know just because of this unfortunate tragedy right so you know it's just, it's just tough because, like you said, he's very young. He's going to turn 25 this year. He's yep. In May, I think. Yep. Yep. 25. So, I mean, next obviously, month. being that young, just not even from a football, just from like an everyday, he had so much life left to live. It sounds like he was very helpful in the community and a loving husband. And, you know, despite what you think of him as a football player, <laughs> I mean, he just seemed like a really, really good guy. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a tragedy. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, rest in peace, Dwayne. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, thoughts and prayers out to your family as well. Right. Obviously. <clears throat> uh, but anything else you want to add? Uh, Adam Schefter's a dick. <laughs> like, did you see that tweet where he was just like yeah, yeah. ragging on the guy? Like, dude, he just died. Um, but also, like, some Steeler fans like were critical of Chase Claypool's video that he posted. I mean, you know, some people grieve differently, but they were right. they were just taking shots at him, like, because he was crying and stuff. But like, I mean, <laughs> I, I would think everybody everybody grieves differently, so I don't understand why you need to go headhunt and uh you drag somebody through the mud at a time yeah. like this, you know, like, I don't I mean, know, like, man. Social media is not my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but obviously younger generation, like us old people shouting at the cloud just need to understand that things are different now. Like that's yeah. where people go to feel comfortable and safe. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the one thing we always talked about when I was back in school in psychology is not your place to tell someone how to grieve. So, um as Steeler fans like don't don't be that fan base yeah please please don't be that fan base right let, let all the idiots that are still making fun of juju about tiktok oh, um, <laughs> and being with Patrick Mahomes little brother like let let everybody else be stupid and like when juju balls out this year they can I guess hang on to their stupid memes yeah yeah <laughs> um but this you know let let the young guys be the young guys it's 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 a different generation. That's just how they do things now. So, right. it's a guy. The guy's heartbroken, and 
the only place you feel like you can go to get, you know, some grievance recovery and acceptance and go to Twitter and just look, look for words of encouragement, then so be it. I mean, right. That's, that's, that's it. Like, just move on. Stop being the old person yelling at the clouds and just, I, 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 I just don't know how you'd be a dick to someone that literally was training with this guy. Yeah, you know, like the, the day before, like just like right. sixteen hours ago or something. Man, yeah, it's a sad dude. It's just a sad situation, man. Um, and, and it was like so know. early in the morning, so like I don't know. I, even after I have coffee, like I'm still not a functioning adult. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. People are just idiots. Yes, but that's why they call them fan is short for fanatic, right? Arr. There you go. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, I, 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 hopefully the Steeler team can rally around it this year. Mm-hmm. That's about the only takeaway I can, I mean, hopefully, like, obviously, <laughs> I don't know how close the O line was to them, but man, can you imagine if they pulled themselves up and were like, we're going to do this for old Dwayne and actually perform this year? Right. Yeah, we'll but. see. We'll see, man. Um, apparently, Ohio State, the, they're going to be having a, a moment for Dwayne at the spring spring game. So, hopefully, you guys know what happens there. Um, it's a nice gesture. Even at, like, Ohio State University, it's, like, you could see the brotherhood from the other, other Buckeyes just, like, you know, saying nice things and stuff. Even Coach Ryan Day was just loved Dwayne as a person. You know, even Urban Meyer had said something on Twitter. So, like, just like you were saying, like, he was just – Beloved, man. Beloved off the field. And, you know, like he did great things at Ohio State. Like he broke a bunch of records. Um, just, you know, um, what could have been, man? <laughs> like, I don't know how, yeah. other, any other way to, say, to word it. I'm saying a lot when you look at like their receiving class this year that the record didn't get broken this year. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have all those killers at wide receiver this year. Even last year with Justin Fields, I feel like the fact that he still has that record says yeah 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 it says that there's talent there was definitely talent there so mm-hmm. uh, yeah so, I yeah i don't have anything else to say man this is sad <laughs> well with that then i guess we'll, we'll we'll lighten the mood here and jump into our weekly re- wrestling segment where we we're going to go off the rails here but we'll try to keep the crazy train you know, on track, but right, right, no promises. Right. <laughs> jumping, jumping into WWE, not a lot to talk about. We kind of covered the Cody thing last week. Um, obviously, we're doing this on Monday, so we don't know where they're going to go this week. Hopefully, not another crying promo. JJ <laughs> doesn't throw his remote at the TV. But real man, for real. <laughs> um, I guess the big news was obviously we told you that Madcap and Happy were going to break up and like clockwork it happened usually the guy in madcap like i i kind of said it was like sandow alex riley it seems like they always get the initial like backing and then get buried and tossed to the side and never seen from again so hopefully that doesn't happen with madcap we kind of talked about it he has a look he's pretty good in the ring it'll be tough to see what they do with his gimmick yeah, um, his, yeah, his gimmick or his mic work. I mean, is it, is it going to be the guy like that tells like the, the you know joke at the end where like it was like a serious like dig it, Baron Corbin and like he didn't really have like the stupid over the top laugh with it. So man, that's, that's what happened though. Like he had took a shot at him and he was he was like say, saying that Baron Corbin was a bad friend or something, and then he just rolled on the floor. Like a riot, and then that's when Baron Corbin snapped. <laughs> Air quote snapped and just beat him up. But yeah, man, we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, I feel like this feud's definitely gonna go into SummerSlam. So hopefully we get a better look at Madcap's gimmick and everything else from that. Well, I don't probably just throw it into WrestleMania backlash and call it a day. And oh, probably like I said, for whatever reason they'll bury Madcap and keep pushing happy Corbin even though he's been around forever and has never gotten a reaction to save his life. So. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
he doesn't have Xbox. He just has like nobody cares about him. <laughs> Eat. So yeah, like, like I mean, John Cena always said like, if you're not getting any reaction, then you know you're pretty much dead in the water. So yeah. even though. 30% of the audience shared Johnson and 70% booed him. Like, people showed up to watch him. And I, I don't, it goes back to, you know, when we were talking about putting Bianca on the main event of WrestleMania and uh, Stone Cold. Bianca would probably outsell Happy Corbin in this oh, scenario. Yeah. So, yeah. it's just saying a lot. Women's wrestling always gets crapped on. Mm-hmm. Unnecessarily at times, obviously. Um, then the other big news is obviously RK Pro and Usos are potentially going to have a title unifying match. See how that goes. I feel like it'd be a mistake because I, I, I feel like the Roman's title reign is going to come to an end anyways. So like this would probably be a good way to get that ball rolling is by having the Usos lose because. I don't know. Like the Usos are good, they're fine, but they're probably. I don't. I don't know. I'd rather see RK Bro continue on. Yeah. They just yeah. have. They just have better chemistry, more exciting chemistry. I guess. I don't know that you can have better chemistry than brothers, but uh, brother. Let <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, me tell you something, brother. Um, but I think. As it's, you could ride the RK out, RK Bro thing. Like everyone talks about how WWE's tag team division is crap and I mean, inferior to AEW, in which some regards it is. Like they obviously take their tag team wrestling more seriously, but like I don't, I don't know any tag team. Like they're trying to, they're trying to push FTR the thing, but it'd basically be like if RK Bro went down and won the NXT title and they say, see, look, we're taking them seriously. They're the NXT tag champions. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> isn't that cool? Because uh, our, our FTR has the Ring of Honor titles and some... uh, tri- AAA. I think yeah, it's AAA yeah, like, like, see, we're taking them seriously. Oh, so they, you guys literally had to buy like a brand going out of business and give them the titles and that's supposed to show us that you take them seriously when you literally have a guy prancing around as a dinosaur and another guy that looks like he would have been a jobber in the 90s carrying your current tag titles. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I guess you would attribute to like when they're like, oh, look, Christian's getting the title. Like WWE didn't give him a title. and It's literally TNA's title. Yeah, so they, yeah. They, they had to find a way to get it off Kenny Omega and they couldn't let Kenny lose an actual TNA talent to lose the title right so like, oh here, here you go christian and now now look at christian he's literally the manager to the dinosaur and the guy that looks like a navy jobber that's hilarious dude don't worry they they really they really take care how, of him over they, there. they really know how to use christian unlike wwe i'll tell you that much oh yeah what was that uh um somebody tweeted something out about like christian is being used better in AEW than edges right now Christian's yeah. like, come on, man. Come on. Again, again, they pointed to him winning the TNA title, which he's already had in his yeah. lifetime. And they're like, look, well, when he won the WWE title, he lost it the next night. Okay, well, he also held the Intercontinental title for more than a day. So I guess we'll chalk it up to this, you know, wash, I guess. <laughs> right, right, I don't, right. I, I don't remember uh, WWE making him the uh, manager of for Funaki and <laughs> Takamichinoku, uh, so I, mean, I uh, can't recall that happening. But. Oh, man. That would have been a funny, funny group, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, so, I, I, I don't know. It's just it's painful. But, but I, let's not lose track here. Yeah, 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 I mean, RK, RK Bro is easily the best tag wrestling thing that's actually happening in, in any organization. Like, again, AEW... Tag team division is taken more seriously. I, again, I don't know. I don't think Young Bucks are necessarily the cream of the crop like AEW would have you believe. But you know, I, I've always liked FTR, um, and I I was disappointed with how they're using. So the, I just don't think that them winning 
the equivalent of yeah. oh, you're right. NXT titles and you know like your local Saturday at the you know, Union Hall title belt <laughs> being taken seriously. Oh man, that's hilarious. No, yeah, you're right, dude. But yeah, but yeah, I, I think it'd be a mistake, and hopefully, okay, bro wins if they do go the unification route and it starts to falling out of the bloodlines. I feel like it's it's coming. And uh, I guess probably to Cody. I could see that happening. I, I guess they don't have any plans. I guess there was a report. I don't know how accurate it is, but they're saying that they don't have any plans for a feud or anything with Roman right now after you after you unify the titles. And but huh? I still heard like I still haven't heard how injured he actually is after that Rock Lesnar match. So right. I mean. I mean, maybe it'd be a WWE thing just to have Roman be like, all right, we're going to do a tournament to see who fights me at SummerSlam or something. Yeah, like draw it out so he can recover and stuff. Maybe that's what they're doing with this. Like, where he's, his focus right now is on the tag team belts with his cousin. So, like, that could probably right. be the, the reason right there. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Give him a break. Yeah, you know, love Roman, but like, sooner or later, you got to end this. He's already set the record for the longest title ran and, mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean this feels like probably cody's gonna be the guy and i think the best way you get that ball rolling is by having Usos lose their unification match and not kill the momentum of rk bro but i've been wrong before so. yeah very rarely but yeah Otherwise, yeah, I mean, WWE, the rest of WWE television is just kind of, Butch finally got to wrestle, and he gets beat by a small package. <laughs> Wait, he wrestled? Where did he wrestle? I don't remember that. He fought uh, Xavier Woods, Scrappy Doo versus Xavier Woods on SmackDown. I guess I must have missed, oh, yeah, I missed like 40 minutes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's like, I don't know you missed much. <laughs> um couple of promos in one match. Sasha got beat by a live. So I guess Ooh. I guess really having a rematch. Yeah. Wow. I think that was I think that was another like roll up or something. Because oh, Sasha was like surprised when the ref counted it. Oh Sasha gave her a superplex and Liv like hooked her legs when they landed and on that oh god. Okay. Well, aren't they teasing Liv and Rhea breaking up anyway? Like, because yeah. she wasn't on Rhea wasn't with her on SmackDown, and then like on the commentary, I think it was Pat or somebody that was like, "Oh, like they asked Naomi because Naomi Naomi was sitting in commentary, and they're like, you think if if so and so went to wrestle another brand, you'd be there?'" And she's like, "Most definitely, I would be there," you know. And then you know, I mean, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see, man. I'm not. I guess there's also the rumor that Rio's going to be joining Edge and Damian Priest in their weird little Cenobite cult. Brood. So yeah, the Brood or whatever yeah, it is, Cenobite. whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Hellraiser. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, you got to make somebody a heel so that they can go up against Bianca. I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to push Becky right back into it. Um. So Rio makes the most sense. She has a look. So. It'd be a natural. Um, she's already beat Dude Route 32 times. Um, <laughs> oh man, where's she at? I haven't even seen her lately. What is she on? Is she on vacation? She's <laughs> gonna beat her so bad. She's gonna beat her so bad. She doesn't have the, the, the nerve to show her face. She's yellow. She's, she's yellow. yellow. She's yellow, as our le- legendary friend Terry Funk. Terry Funk would say. So yeah, I mean, oh. I don't know. I don't know who else. I mean, Shayna right now is wasting her time. Shayna Baszler is wasting her time mm. with Natalia. Likewise, Natalia, because she's in a tag team, can't be around for you know fodder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Does that mean they gave up on uh, who was a girl that beat Natalia in three seconds? Uh, Aaliyah? Aaliyah? What? Yeah, whatever happened to her? Like, it was, they, they had like a thing going and then it's just over. That's they had, classic they WWE had, stuff, though. They had Zaya Lee come out and like save her 32 times. And, yeah. Um, uh, apparently, it's, 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 it's,
to tell you once and now she's gone too. So. Oh man, I yeah. totally forgot about her, dude. God, they, they, they no continuity yeah, there. Really lacking incredible like heels right now, and so it make, returning Rhea makes some amount of sense, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like they put so much into Liv coming back and like trying to make her their thing, and now WWE in a nutshell for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's too many shiny toys, and um, boy, do they just shine quick. Yeah, yeah, not wrong there. This man really care about Liv anyway. Like it's just see, like she's like like you said they made a big deal about her return. And Watch then, me. <laughs> but like they made a big deal, yeah. And then uh, she had like some weird thing when she t- stole the mic off the commentary table and said something. And then just, I don't know, dude. I don't like what what why I don't know, dude. She's terrible. I, I don't want to talk too much crap, but like none of her promos are like good. <laughs> like they don't sound it just sounds like she's just happy to be there and just showed up and but like say something mean and she's like uh, uh I, I, you stink or something i don't know dude i'm being dumb right now for me, <laughs> for me it comes down to the same thing i have the same problem i have with bianca it's like they go out there and they just sound nervous and like don't really believe what they're saying or whatever and it's just really kills you know the investment into someone that like I think I think Bianca like you, you have someone like that you just need to make them heal. Mm-hmm. Like it's easier to go out there and just say heelish things and play up to that character. Right. If you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be a babyface, like you have to be good at public speaking. Mm-hmm. Look at John Cena. A lot of people couldn't stomach him, but he went out there and said what he said. And <laughs> I mean, outside of when he was saying people need to grab the brass ring because oh, no. yeah. Um, they, they did their best, but super Cena. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, Cena. like if you're going to be like this baby face, you have to be able to go out there and crush it on the mic. Whereas to be a heel, I mean, <laughs> you just have to be a dick, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but speaking of heels, let's uh, transition to uh, our boy, Tony God. Oh, yeah, I know you're waiting for this. <laughs> I, uh, man, I, I, I don't know what is wrong with Tony Khan. Um, usually, it, usually I can pinpoint like where his tweet went awry because his feelings get hurt because anytime any wrestler or anybody with some credibility says anything bad, he yeah, it just feels like he has to like full blown draw up the AEW elite fans and just get them on his side. (laughs) But this whole like independent study thing. um, So I guess let's back up. So he sent out a tweet that basically said an independent study review said that most if not all of the anti-AEW like social media accounts were bots and um, That's why people say bad things. I uh, I can tell you I've said bad things by AEW. I'm not a paid bot, so uh, I don't know what to tell Tony. (laughs) I talk to other people that aren't that are real human beings. The only thing I can think is that this was to get hype for Rampage because in the very same thread he went out and promoted the Mox and. Utah match, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but if if I worked for Tony Khan, I would literally do anything I could to steal his phone and <laughs> delete his Twitter account. Yeah, man, it's a lot of this stuff is like just super cringy. Um, it's I just like I had messaged you about it, and I was like, I don't know how like if you're like the owner of a company like that, like you let anything bother you, or you just go out and say outlandish things on twitter like are you like you said are you trying to get a reaction from like are you just trying to stir the pot to get people to watch or like are you like legitimately venting your concerns or feelings you know tell me tell me any other professional league like roger goodell adam silver whoever's in charge of nhl and mlb like can you imagine if they reacted this way right 
it's, and, it's and, and people already people already crap on professional wrestling like it's hard being a professional wrestling fan anymore yeah just because of all the shit you get but if i was like well well look look at look at what my uh my the owner of my favorite wrestling league said he's very passionate and i showed him those tweets like they would laugh at us even more like there's a reason why wrestling has a hard time breaking through the mainstream anymore and having marks as their owner doesn't help yeah i don't know how people can go and defend like i said the only way i can defend it is that he was just trying to get AEW trending because obviously it's such a bad outright lie that he was going to get roasted so everyone's going to be talking about AEW and I think Rampage obviously averages like 550,000 which is basically NXT without Vince McMahon coming out and being like all the anti-NXT tweets are bots um, <laughs> oh, man. let's see what Rampage ratings were this week let's see if the, the thing pull even, them up, John. pull them up Let's see if it even like helped at all. This from uh, the actual paid bot. Oh, jeez. Oh, lay it on him. Um, so apparently the ratings were up from last week's record low. Uh, you know, take a stab in the dark. What? Where that's at? No, just just lay it on me, man. I am terrible at <laughs> guessing. So, uh, let me see if uh. This, wait, this can't be the most accurate because it says 4-4. Four, four. This is from April 4th. Oh. And, and it says <laughs> they, they try to justify the low ratings um, by saying that the NCAA women's basketball final four game was on. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, Sorry. Uh, super annoying noise I just made right there, but that's my I don't know. Goof, I, I can't even talk, man. It's just that was just crazy to, to listen to you say that. Sorry. Right, here we go. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. AW Rampage, these big rating viewership jumps from previous weeks. Uh, so apparently, it did get it up to 600,000 from 456,000. Wow. So maybe, maybe he's on to something here. Maybe. Just say this. Let's say the dumbest possible thing you could say on Twitter and uh, might get people. Apparently, they're going to air it at 7 o'clock. So, at 7 o'clock this week. So, let's okay. see. Okay. If, you, if, if, if Vince did this, we, uh, Tony Khan was this, we'd be talking about how he was trying to compete with him and oh, he's, scared God, yeah. of, he's scared of them. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm sure Vince is, you know, tossing and turning and it is king size I think, mansion right now. I think, well, uh, no, Rampage is only an hour, so I guess they're not even going to be competing unless they do a run over. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Um, so, look, I, yeah, it's painful and cringy, but I mean, I guess it works. <laughs> Go up from 456,000 to 600,000. Mm, yeah, maybe. 144,000 boost. Maybe we should start saying crazy outlandish things. <laughs> People that don't listen to the podcast are because of paid bots. Yeah, that's what it is. It has to be it. If you don't listen to this, you're a uh, Colin Cowherd paid bot. <laughs> <laughs> he fears us. That's what it is. Tony, Tony Khan. Tired of all the crap we're talking about, he's paying bots to uh, <laughs> go out and uh, block us from the demographics. Yep, that piece of crap. That piece of crap, man. That piece of crap. But I don't know. I, I I don't understand how anyone. The crazy thing is, like people back him and like talk about. Well, he just really is passionate and love. Okay, well, you need passion and love something, but if. You, what you're saying is outlandish doesn't make any sense like it it's it's <laughs> it really makes it hard for anybody else to love what you supposedly love right you know, I, 
I don't know how to say it. Like wrestling, if you want wrestling to survive and thrive, you need competition. Then you need the owners of the competition be grounded in reality. Right. And to be out here throwing temper tantrums and just saying outlandish made up stuff, like no one's ever going to take wrestling seriously. Not this way. Nope. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think AEW would just benefit from having Tony Khan take a step back and making William Regal like the quote unquote GM or whatever. I know they're trying to say that like that no wrestlers run the places ran by the the wrestlers or Tony Khan just oversees it or whatever, but they could really benefit from having Tony Khan take a step back and letting someone like Regal be the you know, the quote unquote face of day to day operations or something. Right. right. Yeah. I I I try to watch AEW and I just can't because of fans like Tony Khan and Tony Khan himself. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. They make they make it uh definitely not an enjoyable experience. Usually uh, they just say some of the most outlandish things. So and to prove that point, all these AEW fans and Tony Khan were hyping up this Yuta Mox match. Admittedly, I haven't seen the FTR match in Young Bunks, but after seeing the Wheeler Yuta and Moxley match, I, I fear to watch that because you know how I feel about the Young Bucks one. So for me to believe that they could possibly be in a match of the year candidate is hard for me to believe, but everyone was making this Yuta Moxley match out to be the second coming of Savage and Steamboat, basically. Really? And, uh, yeah, you would have thought that somehow they found a way to clone Savage and Steamboat and redo re that match on, on television today. And it was your typical, first of all, it wasn't even an original story. The story is, I have no respect for this guy. If he wants respect, he's got to go out there and earn it. How many times have you seen that story, Doc? A million times. So it, it wasn't a fresh and original story. And then typical AEW fashion, they go out there, Moxley makes him bleed in the first two minutes, five minutes maybe. Uh, and it's just like a beatdown. And then they get a commercial break. And then where things start to go off the rail for me is Moxley gets thrown out of the ring, just thrown out of the ring. And... <laughs> I thought Wheeler was going to go for a suicide dive. And for some reason, he's climbing the turnbuckle. I'm like, all right, so he's going to jump off the turnbuckle. And like, like I said, watch him in ready to steamboats. steamboat. So he's going to give him a double axe handle. Double axe handle. <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden, he's like jumping into the, like the crowd. And I'm like, what is And no, Moxley, for some reason, got thrown out of the ring, walked 30 steps over to a table, laid down on the table for no reason. <laughs> laid on the table that was nowhere near the ringside where he was thrown out and Yuta does a splash to the table wait, wait did you just say that Moxley just went and laid on the table for no reason yeah what <laughs> yes. just, just gets thrown out of the ring oh the my of the ring, god walks over to the corner of the railing finds the table lays down on it mind you he wasn't even getting beat up at this point he was trying <laughs> to run Yuta 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 reversed it and threw him through the middle ropes. Not over the top, but through the middle ropes. And for some ungodly reason, see this takes 30 steps from where he gets thrown out, goes and lays on the table oh, because apparently God. getting thrown out of the middle rope is now a devastating move. Oh, man. <laughs> it looks like a glitch from like WWE 2K20. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. It just teleports onto the table. That wasn't bad enough for no reason he goes over there. Then Moxley gets up and gets in the ring before Yuta. And Yuta is down for, for like a nine count outside the ring. And really? I'm just like, what? Huh? Which then leads to another beatdown. Moxley hits him with his double arm DDT because he's catching Jack. Yuta then kicks out, of course. Then Moxley puts him in a sleeper hold. Yuta gets out. 
and then puts Moxley in a cross face. But they, they called it whatever Daniel Bryan's finisher is. And then Moxley gets out of that, then Yuta puts him in a sleeper hold himself, and then Moxley gets out of that, then hits him with another double arm DDT, except he picks him up and like basically suplexes him instead of drops him on his head. And then he kicks out of that, then he puts him in a sleeper hold and he passes out. God, wait, hold on, real quick. Did John Moxley do his uh, his patented fall into the ropes and then launch himself the clothesline? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why he was uh, exhausted. He went to do it, messed it up, and just had to go take a break. Once <laughs> <laughs> he messed up his lariat, he's like, "Oh, that was exhausting." Oh. Man, but yeah, like going back to what you're saying, like people were like, at, like the, I remember seeing their reactions on Twitter, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, this is a five star classic! This is, how can this be the best match AEW's ever put on to this point?" Like that's what they say about every match, dude. And from the way you're talking, like it just seems like it's just one another typical. Not, I want to say botch fest, but just kind of uncoordinated a little, and everybody's bleeding for some reason, and then. The anticlimactic ending, like, okay. uh, and then they then they do the typical Regal and Brian come out and they act like they're going to beat him up, and then Regal shakes his hand. Oh God! Again, the story is an original. It's something that's been done a hundred times, which is fine. We talked about wrestling is best wrestling in a nutshell. Is you repeat the same stories with new characters and hope they can tell a compelling story while telling the same story. Right. So I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that, but if the story isn't new and original, then that doesn't make the case that it's this gripping television necessarily and then it was basically your typical guy gets beat down bleeds for no reason because in AEW everybody does so it doesn't have any meaning when you know Yuta gets busted open then like I said the weird table spot Moxley gets in the ring first somehow after getting put through the table um your classic like kick out of the finisher, false finish. Um, they traded finishers besides, I guess Moxley never did Yuta's finisher. Mm. Um, they botched the uh, extreme double arm DDT because, like I said, it looked like he was going to pick him up and drop him vertically, mm. almost mm. like a DDT pile driver, but it ended up just looking like a suplex. <laughs> and then he kicked out of the super mega. DDT and then just got put in a sleeper and then did the pass out, didn't tap out. Trying so, to be stone cold over here. Yeah. I, I, like, like, they're so desperate, I think, that I, they'll hype up anything at this point. And that's why I said, like, I haven't watched FTR Young Bucks next, but like, after seeing that, I have no overwhelming desire to go watch it. Because I can almost predict how that match went. It was a Young Bucks never tagging in, uh, a super kicks everywhere. FTR is just doing a bunch of power moves. I saw the ending. They basically did the Young Bucks kiss him on the cheek and then knee him in the face. And then they, they went to do their finisher, and that looked like that got botched because his knees went into the uh, whatever Matt Young Buck Perry or whatever his name is, Matt Jackson's <laughs> guts instead of anywhere near his face. Which is how the, like, <sighs> it was almost as cringy as watching Sasha and uh, Naomi's tag team finisher. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it twice and I, two times I haven't seen it landed right. <laughs> oh man, it's hard, dude, it's hard, you know? It's hard to be the young guys. It is. It, I, I mean, I'm glad I don't wake up as they the room. People are going to say, oh, but they have more money than you'll ever know in your life. That's fine. At least I don't have to wake up knowing I'm a piece of shit. So <laughs> I have that going. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Looking at, at the bright spots. A, I don't need a bunch of neck beers in the basement telling me how great I am. True. I'm pretty good with my family and friends. So, um, <laughs> Regardless. I, I just can't imagine that match being any good. It's a bunch of no tags. Super kicks, um, referee not kicking anybody out of the ring, running the ring <laughs> around like crazy people. Yeah, the little, Texas tornado tag team match. It's a tornado <laughs> tag team. Texas tornado death match. You know, 
whatever um, they like, there's a call over there. I'm sure the other young buck was bleeding somewhere in the audience. <laughs> for some reason, nowhere to be found. Oh man, comes in for the hot, not even the hot tag, just come in for the yeah. super kick. Yeah. Rolls out of the ring, and then the referee's like, "What happened? What happened? What happened?" What? Yeah. Well, you better get out of here. I'm not going to count, but I'm just going to let you know sternly that you need to get out of the ring. <laughs> classic, I, classic, classic madness. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what the fans lose their mind over this week, so I can go watch it and cringe. <laughs> to be to be fair, the the Moxley Yuta match was good. It just it wasn't anywhere close to what you guys made it out to be. And uh, it's, I'm trying, I'm trying to give you all the benefit of the doubt, but keep burning me. It's just because you're you're just an e drone, bro. That's what it is. This you've been Kate or brainwashed and programmed to watch a certain style of wrestling. So anything that deviates from that suddenly. You know, you're just the worst person in the world. So, I mean, we've seen that happen in a lot of the comments. So, yeah, whatever. Even though though I hype up MJF to you all the time. Well, on the mic. To be fair, I've only seen his mic work. I guess I haven't seen his match work. So, maybe maybe I'm just afraid to (laughs) be disappointed. (laughs) I I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be hurt for no reason. That's true. You know, we don't want but to suffer. I have seen Ward, though, and you guys hype up his matches. Oh, God. The Powerbomb Symphony or whatever that yeah, crap's yeah. called? Come on, dude. Yeah, oh, man. The guy in WWE would be the size of Finn Balor. So. <laughs> Probably. Finn, Bal- Finn Balor's the size of, like, everybody else in AEW. But, That's true. Uh, and those guys are tiny, yeah. by the way. Like, I've stood uh, next to the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and yeah, I don't know. I, I was talking to Laura about Wardlow, like going like when he was like on a rampage, like throwing guys around. And I'm like, what? Is, how, how is this guy intimidating? You know, like he just right. looks like a, one of those gym bros or not even a gym, bro, just like a guy you see at the mall who has a tight shirt on. You know, I just Chad, I don't know. Chad Gable looks like he could kick Wardlow's ass. For sure, dude. Yeah, for sure. Chad Gable, man. Like, I'd be, I'd be more worried. Have you seen? Like, if you look at Chad Gable, like he, he's not the tallest guy, but like his build, and obviously, if you look at his ears, are cauliflowered up. So you know that guy's gonna yeah. fuck you up. You know, like it's the <laughs> last guy you want to talk crafty, dude. Like, come on, man. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I guess. I mean, I mean, Powerhouse Hobbs looked like legit over there, but. You know, they'd rather push Wardlow for whatever reason. A guy that can't really talk on the mic and just looks like you said your average guy at the mall that goes to the gym. Yeah. Probably eats more red meat than most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he works at the like a part time at GNC. <laughs> like, yeah. but, hey, bro, try these supplements. In the ponytail. Yeah, all right. Trying to look like Brock with his braid. Oh, it's shots fired. Right. Here we go. It's on. It's on. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, and Simpak is still talking about getting the title. The only, the only, thing, the only thing that me and Simpak agree on is that Eddie Kingston's a piece of shit. So, um, <laughs> oh, so tell him, man. Tell him. If uh if me and CM Punk are gonna die in that hill together, then so be it. I will be willing to overlook every bad thing I said about him if he will die on the hill with me. That Eddie Kingston is just I I don't know why you guys love him so much. Well, because he 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 tried to get into the business. He's it's just he dedicated his life to this. Like he's a, he does ne- he was the guy that never got his big break. Always there, la- first guy in, last guy out. You know, kind of deal. Yeah, uh, the first guy into the, the all-you-can-eat buffet, last guy out of the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> and yeah, then talking man. shit to the old ladies outside, being like, hey, I, I could kick your ass. Hey, I, I'm mean because I'm from the streets. I'm tough. I'm hard. Like, I ordered the clam chowder. I ordered the clam chowder, and you give me potato soup. And then something like don't that. You, don't you see the rosary around my neck? That's how you know I'm a duff. I am a rough and I'm a duff. Oh, there you go. Oh man. <laughs> I'm a I'm a gangster because I got a rosary around my neck. Don't you know? I shave my head. Shave I my talk head. like I'm from Brooklyn or uh somewhere, Jersey, Jersey somewhere, a construction worker, and I was just you know, people told me I couldn't make it. 
Don't worry. And now that we're talking like this, some jabroni's going to be like, oh, don't say that to his face. You wouldn't say that to his face. I mean, you know? I I would. I, I probably got better cardio than he does. I just run some <laughs> gas out. Yeah, but he's a legit tough guy, though. You know, don't don't you know don't don't let the fans hear it because they'll tell you. I mean, me and him have the same muscle mass, so at least that. Yeah. <laughs> Difference is, he's paid pretty well to be in shape. I, I on the other hand, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> he, he probably wouldn't know what to do if someone actually just stood up to him and was like. Yeah, you're not tough. Oh, 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 well, well, I play one on TV. Maybe. I don't know, man. Like I said, like the fans will tell you he's a real tough guy. I don't know, dude. I know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Eddie Kingston, if you're listening to this, come on the podcast and talk to us. We'd love to yeah. hear what you have to say. Yeah. Talk after us. <laughs> we're all we're all for it. Yeah, like and then like cover us when there's weak pyrotechnics going off too. Yeah, protect us from uh, <laughs> some sparklers, <laughs> some sparklers, and some party poppers, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, sorry. So, uh, yeah. That's probably enough of. So we probably kicked enough AW dead horses while they were down. So. Uh, yeah, that's what we let's do. Let's move on to the, the potential, actual, real fight of the year candidate. Um, Jemaya and Gilbert Burns fought this weekend. The rest of the cards. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, they were mostly competitive besides Volkanovski this literally stole Zombie's soul. And think I don't say this very often, but thank God Herb Dean stepped in because Korean Zombie's corner were literally going to have to bury him after this match if Herb didn't step in and, pin, and end it in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. But that's not why we're here. Uh, I can talk about Volkanovski and probably the only competition he has. I, I, you know, a lot of people say it's Max, but I would put Yair up there. Mm. Yair and Max had a banger. But that's not why we're here. We're here for the Chumayev Gilbert Burns because, I mean, those two guys just went out and just tried to kill each other. And really? It was like, almost, <laughs> almost had the makings of Stefan Bonner. Horace Griffin, except that Gilbert Burns and Shmaev are actually really talented and probably the best up there with the best in their division. Mm-hmm. And probably up there, I mean, I, I said this on Twitter, Gilbert Burns, the only reason why he's not champion is because he fought Usman. And even then, if he would have controlled himself a little more, he probably is a champion right now. Um, and Chemayev was 11th ranked going into this fight with only four fights in the UFC. Only one of them was actually against the ranked opponent. And um, I guess I, 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 it's tough for me because, you know, Chemayev had steamrolled everybody in the first round. A lot of people in under like a minute. So a lot of people expected he was going to go in here and do it against Gilbert Burns. And like I said, Gilbert Burns only lost in his last eight fights was against Kamara Usman. Everybody yeah. else, he's just had his way with. They yeah. look silly out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Kamara to go out there and win, it wasn't a split decision. He won 29-28. I, I truly believe for a guy that's never been in the spot, he got caught up in the... He almost finished him in the first, so I thought I think he just thought, I'm going to go out there and do it in the second and just kind of be in a new spot. Kind of had to reel himself back in and control himself and dominated the third round um, against, again, probably arguably top three or four um, in the UFC, probably in black belt jujitsu right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for him to keep it standing, he didn't get taken down. Every time Burns tried to take him down, he couldn't do it. Uh, so, if Burns gonna do it, I don't know. I don't know that Colby or Kamara can. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, Colby kept ducking Burns because I think he knew that if he fought him, he might not be getting another title shot. So he went out and took Masvidal, which was an easy fight. <laughs> um, 
same thing. He he went out and took Tyron Woodley easy fight. Um, so I, a lot of people are just like jumping off the Chimaev hype train, and I, I don't know what to tell you guys. You obviously just don't watch enough UFC if you don't know who Gilbert Burns is and yeah. how significant it is for him to go out there and not get dominated mm-hmm. on the ground and to keep it standing. And I mean, Burns was swinging for the fences. Let's, let's be clear, he wasn't. He basically knew that was his only shot. Is that he's got to catch him with a strong overhand. Um, and he almost did. He, I mean, there were a couple times he didn't. I mean, obviously, look at Chimaya's face. He was he was wearing some of those shots, but mm-hmm. he ate him. Kept coming forward, told him to bring it. And I I <laughs> I think Kobe's gonna be in real trouble with this fight. Mm-hmm. The only thing we don't know about Chimaya is what's his cardio gonna be like. Right. Colby's gonna, you know, Burns Burns was going backwards. He would come forwards every once in a while, but mostly going backwards. Mm-hmm. Colby doesn't go backwards. He, he just goes forward yeah. constantly yeah. in your face. It's all all up in your face. Um, so really, it's gonna come down to can Colby take him down? I don't think he can. Colby doesn't have the knockout power to stop him either. Um, and Chimaya is only 27 years old. The dude's only going to get better from fighting against people like Gilbert Burns. He, right. he can learn. He can grow. And again, he won the fight. A lot of people are like acting like because he didn't knock him out in a minute like he did everybody else. <laughs> like this one mm-hmm. win. It's the same thing with Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards dominated that fight besides one minute of the fight and everyone acts like he lost. Well, he won. That's why he's getting the title shot. And it was a very dominant fight. Like he made Nate Diaz look silly. More so than anybody else that fights Nate Diaz, which is pretty tough to do because Nate does that himself. Yeah. Part, but, yeah. Um, that's why Nate's getting talked about getting Conor McGregor because two guys that are on the down downward spiral that only their fans and like you know blind nut huggers can you know say that they won any of their most recent fights or that whoever beat him got lucky. Like that's not the case at all. You're your guy just isn't who you think he is. And it just drives me crazy because those are the kind of people that will defend Connor and then shit all over Tamaya because they didn't knock uh burns out in a minute. And right. I, I just don't know how you can bet against him at this point. Just because he didn't knock him out. Like I think I think he's gonna shine against Kobe. I'm pretty sure that's his next fight because Leon. Leon and Usman are fighting. I don't think Tamaya wants to wait that long. Colleen is another fight anyways, even though he's trying to call out like Dustin Poirier and anybody but Shumayev. And I haven't heard him chirp once after this fight, so yeah, I I think people are going to be in for a treat. Alright. I agree, man. I don't have that. Yeah. Shout out to Aljo. I mean, it was a split decision, so it wasn't like the cleanest victory, but all the shit he got for getting the belt like a meat in the head and then and said, oh, you're faking injuries just to get out of fighting Jan and for him to go out there and beat Jan again. I don't think anybody's going to beat yeah. Jan, honestly. Like, I don't know if I said that like a couple weeks ago when we talked about it, but I'm just surprised, man, because Jan just seemed like unbeatable. Listen, the way Jan treated Corey Sanhagen in their fight, like, I love Corey Sanhagen. I thought this was going to be the perfect match for San Hagen is Jan. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, I thought, you know, especially as a TJ fight, like he had a chip on his shoulder. He was going to have a, a lot to prove. Um, and the way Jan just made him look silly out there was, just, I, was I felt terrible for San Hagen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what's next for San Hagen, but. I hope it's not another Jan rematch. <laughs> but either way, I mean, geez, Jan, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you don't count the DQ, like, I mean, Jan's basically was on a nine fight winning streak going into that match. Mm-hmm. Like, no one had beaten Jan besides Jan for nine fights in a row. So for Aljo to go out there and win that, even if, even if it was a split decision, like he went out there. So you gotta put some respect on his name. I actually like his chances against 
TJ. So I think TJ's been out of the game too long. He hasn't been constant. Like he beat Sanhagen, but you could have easily gave that to Sanhagen. And Aljo's has got some really good wrestling. I mean, the way he took Jan's back, he couldn't get the finish, but Jan's just like an animal. He's different. I don't think TJ is going to be as successful on the ground because TJ's bread and butter is his wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because Sanhagen, he had an easier time with his wrestling, but um, Sterling has better, way better wrestling than Sanhagen. And I think Sanhagen would tell you that himself. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. This this be interesting to see what happens for Jan and Sanhagen after this fight. And Aldo, I think, is waiting in the wings too. So <laughs> there's that. All right. But otherwise, fun fight this weekend. Belial Muhammad is gonna get his ass whooped by Visit Luke, and I'm all for it. I hate that guy. <laughs> Man, you hate that guy, dude. I haven't heard you say one Sorry. nice thing about that, dude. Sorry, Logan. You know, I know he's your boy, but um, I hate that guy. Just can't stand the way he looks. Is it his looks? What is it? Well, he just he says all this shit, and he, he, as far as I can tell, he, he hasn't been able to back any of it up. He says the only reason he lost to the, or the only he would have beat no. Leon Edwards if it wasn't for the eye poke, but Leon was like just having his way with him all over the place. Um, I talk shit about being Damian Maya in the most boring fight that I've seen in a long time. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, I don't know anybody's beaten has really been like, wow. Oh, he beat Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, but again, that was just like another like hold hold on to him for dear life and hope for the best. And Thompson's wrestling is terrible. Yes, yes, it is. Um, has he beat anybody? I guess he bet, beat Liam. <laughs> literally says, and that reverse of Muhammad could not continue with the method by the fight ending. He could not continue. Um, yeah, I don't. <coughs> I don't know who he's beaten. But I guess he beat Jeff Neal, but. The only person he's finished was some guy named Sato in the third round. Everything else has been a decision. Hmm. <coughs> Ten moves by decision. Um, Luke, Luke knocked him out in the first fight in 2015. So I, I, I don't see this fight going any differently. I think Luke just has his way with him, and I'm all for it. I can't wait to see what excuse Mahan comes up with. Well, you see, uh, my eye soon and recovered from the eye poke I got against uh, Leon Edwards three years ago. But Luke, you better watch out. Uh, he, owes, he owes me a rematch. <coughs> yeah, that's all I got. I'm just, just this another one. After next week, it's going to be full of Belial Muhammad tweets and uh, Tony Khan tweets. So get ready for that. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it, dude. I can't wait. It's going to continue wrestling idiots until the draft. I can't wait. Uh, Yeah, this is a very entertaining time for us. Um, You know, we we let our hair down and just go, go forward on this. At this time of year, <laughs> yep. Clay Guida fights April twenty third. By the way, uh, really? Who's he fighting? Yeah. Uh, Pulis. Pulis. Never heard so of. Him. I have to make a stop down to Carpentersville and see how see how he's feeling before that fight. Yeah, we'll just show up with a mic or a tape recorder or something. Like, hey, come on, talk to us, dude. We'll go fishing with you. How do you feel about fighting Claudio Pulis, April twenty third? <laughs> Seven days before my birthday. There you go. It should be like, hey, if you win, can you sing happy birthday to me? Give me a shout out. Oh, this is for John. Happy birthday, man. Everybody sing with me now. That would be sweet. Anything else you want to add? No, man. No, I'm just curious to see what they do on Raw. Um, 
ready for the old draft ski to roll around. But you know, well, um, well, I, I I can text you. I'm gonna slug my way through all Monday Night Raw. So. Yeah, yeah. Let me know what happens. I'll let, I'll let you know if you should avoid the Cody Rhodes promo or not this week. Well, I well I um I got a couple of alerts. And apparently, like you had told me before the podcast, that you're hoping that they can t- or him and Rollins continue the feud, right? Like that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> so like, and then he was saying, "Oh, when uh, the only way for me to or my next step is to win the undisputed uh, Universal Championship." So looks like we called it again earlier. So I mean, that's what we do around here. Spoilers, not predictions. Folks. Yep. Yep. So. What else is new? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, RK Pro answers. My hopes for Raw this week, obviously, the Seth and Cody thing, because they put on a banger at WrestleMania. So I'm sure the feud's going to be just as entertaining because Seth is one of the best on the mic currently. So, but the only other thing I can hope is that RK Pro answered the challenge this week. This is I'll probably come out and try to jump on. And hopefully Riddle nails an RKO out of nowhere in some cool fashion. Right, right, right. On that note, you guys all have a one. You guys and gals all have a wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Later, everybody. Bye. Bye.